Welcome everyone to VR Jungle, a Havoc podcast. I have been away for a, a hot minute. I was going and doing stuff with the family, all that, and so I sat there for the whole entire month and tried to figure out what the next step was. And I was like, you know, let's go a different direction with things and let's bring on this lovely co-host right next to me and have a whole entire new season. Um, so this is season two, episode one of VR Jungle. Um, basically, the whole aspect of what we're doing now is going to be every Sunday, VR news throughout the week, maybe future stuff. We'll be talking about league play within Population 1, Lars Knots, uh, any onward anything that is notable that's happening for uh players and uh a whole bunch of other stuff to come but here is pickle ostrich i'm gonna go ahead and hand over to him uh just kind of talk about who he is and, and what he does and vr and all that fun stuff hey guys what's up uh by the way your stuff's working but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'm Pickle Ostrich. A lot of people know me from earlier in the days of Population 1. I used to be pretty good at it and play around in that community a lot. And right now, people know me in, like, Larsenauts and stuff for competing and, like, my Imperia skills, which Imperia is this uh, bow character that's pretty cool. And, yeah, I mean, I guess when I first started VR, to kind of give you guys a background of what my vr is my vr experiences i was like i was always watching those old like vr chat videos with like the ugandan knuckles and yeah <laughs> all that <laughs> and i was like oh vr chat looks really cool so i played a lot of vr chat and then population one came out and i got more into the competitive aspects of vr you know yeah yeah, that, that's pretty cool. And I think the, the greatest thing about this is that when I was talking with Pickle on doing this, um, I was like, well, you know, we do. I have it to where I show my face and all this. And he's like, you know what? It's VR jungle. Like, you know, you can be the human side of things and I'll be in the, you know, quote unquote metaverse. We're going to start going that direction anymore. That's basically <laughs> the, the dynamic we're going is that you got me as uh, here in the real world and we have pickle right there that's linked into the vr he can move around everything like he's got his whole entire avatar going and once he told me that i was like uh yeah i think this is this is going to be the the winning ticket right there that's pretty that's pretty awesome um, <laughs> but talking about vr chat um have you ever seen those videos with the guy that gets on like skateboards he has the whole entire uh, like <laughs> haptic everything and he like tries to do like kick flips and just like eats complete yeah. shit all, all the time <laughs> yeah i've seen i've seen that guy he does like all those stunts and stuff he like rides his skateboard into the wall and just <laughs> and you're, like, you're doing that with a headset on like one i'd be worried about breaking like he doesn't have a normal no, two three hundred dollar headset on he has like a fifteen hundred dollar headset on his head and all that <laughs> haptic gear he's got like five thousand dollars of stuff on his body and he's like yeah i'm just gonna go ahead and throw myself straight to the ground <laughs> No, yeah. makes no sense so uh like i said there are some news topics that we're going to talk about i don't nothing really is going on with uh um league play right now i know larsenauts starts uh now we finally got that up and running um population one has a tournament coming up i believe and then their their league starts uh pretty soon um i know in pavlov i do i had to do stuff in there their league is starting up. So once all these leagues starting, I think we'll actually be able to talk about uh, what teams are happening here and there. And maybe we'll even dive into Echo, you know, with, uh, with mm -hmm. the RML and all that. And not even that, but um, what's the one thing, the main one that's actually making Probably is VRMML. Oh, why can't I think of it? There's I had, also the, guy the, party on, league. I had the guy on a, on a podcast, and I just, why can I not remember the, the name of the physical company that they're doing it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Is it? I I mean, yeah, I know VRML and the party, like the VR party league, but that's about it. Yeah, so this one is the one that I brought them on, and uh, they're basically trying to put things on, uh, like, Sports Center and stuff like that. So Sports Center would have its own mm. unique area for VR. Um, okay. The guy's name is Timber. I just it. can't remember. It's escaped my mind because I haven't uh, thought about it in a hot minute. But so basically they have um statewide teams so they have like the detroit 
something Los Angeles. Oh, okay. In the, they have St. Louis. They have. Um, I think his is Los Angeles. Los Angeles Laser Sharks. Is it Nepa? Nepa. Thank you, God. I can't believe yeah. I skip my head. So they had Nepa, and then they also had um, a, a, like a kind of a TV station thing, and they just rebranded <laughs> that to Nepa TV. Um, okay. And then I know that that is going to be pretty huge and like the investments that they're putting towards that is nuts. Apparently, you know, they, there is talk <laughs> about, uh, actually having that broadcasted on TV to where you can like sit down almost like watching a, a football game and watch this. So mm-hmm. just imagine yeah, that doing that with every game. Yeah, definitely. I think it would be pretty exciting to see like where all the new different like innovations in VR and VR esports specifically could go. Cause I know like before they used, there were like some events, like I think Facebook connect had like stage events where they'd have like everyone up on the stage and mm-hmm. doing stuff. So it will be cool to see more of that, especially once like COVID's a bit more figured out, you know? I know. Well, you know, I've been, <laughs> this has been going on for two years now, almost. Oh, yeah. I think the very beginning was, you know, two years ago when it really wasn't too harsh in the United States until maybe coming up this summer and then that'd be two years from there but yeah i had so many people that i've seen come and go within the vr uprising that they're like yeah we we have so much things we want to do to make all this money and i'm just like oh yeah how you plan to do that well we have all these venue places that we want to take and like get people into it there and there and it's like we can't do it though because of covid still a thing <laughs> um, it's just a freaking pr freaking headache and oh, yeah. so I definitely, I know that things are starting to light up more. And then at the same time, we, every time things seem to let up, a new variant of this lovely virus happens. And we, <laughs> nothing ever gets anywhere. It's just a continuous circle. Mm-hmm. But so with, with it now being a new year, um, so you play Larsnots a lot. And I know I play various mm-hmm. games all the time. Um, how's it been with, uh, p- new people coming in? Has it just been qu- pretty frequent always constantly? Like I know that there was like 22, like, what was it? Like 22 million downloads on this one app that out of nowhere came. And it's like, it was a VR app. And I'm just like, what the heck is happening there? Oh, is that the, the Oculus app on the app store? Yeah. I think Apple? it got 22 yeah. million downloads. And then the, the on the app store, like for like uh, Apple, the Oculus mm-hmm. store for there got downloaded another 500,000 times, you know, and that's probably older people because most kids probably don't even think about putting that on their phone. It's probably their parents. Yeah. Um, so have you seen a lot more people within the game, new people trying to figure out VR for the first time? There's definitely a lot of new players coming in from when like Larsonauts was, oh, I hit my water ball. <laughs> uh, I'll just put that down there. But uh, there's definitely been a surge in Larsonauts players for sure. And, like, that's that's partially because of all the sales that have been going on and partially because, like, people are like, oh, you know, I want to play TF2 or Overwatch in VR, and they see that Larsonauts is the only option. So they're like, yeah, screw it, dude. I'll try it out. <laughs> yeah, which I'm pretty glad that people actually came to Larsonauts because, you know, it still has a hefty price tag on it. And uh, Oh, yeah. I don't think that's going to change, uh, you know, the way that the devs seem it. They're pretty, uh, yeah, they're pretty set on it at that price. Um, it just, it's going to be kind of weird when it comes to, uh, any type of advancements within the game when they try and bring skins. It's like, I would rather see a price drop and be paid like how population one did, you know, it's, it's not that expensive. And they also have in-game skins that you pay for, you know, it's right. almost like the same model that like Fortnite had for years they took that and they just mimicked it because it's a working model but as Larsnots is like an overwatch you know like how's overwatch doing their stuff still i know it's still a play game like uh, people just buy the characters sometimes right no you can't buy the characters in overwatch in overwatch it you have all the characters unlocked from the start so i mean like, uh, Overwatch, I don't know. I think it's a little bit of a messy situation because they haven't really updated it much mm-hmm. since they're trying to prepare for uh, Overwatch 2, one. and there's yeah. also that that whole, uh, like, just all the trash that's going on at Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah, there's been some issues over there. I've been hearing some stuff about oh, yeah. that. 
Yeah, um, no, it's bad. <laughs> you, so you, you you could pay for the skins, right? I thought there was something in there that was... You can buy loot boxes, which you can um, get skins in. Yeah. You can so also it... pay for, like, Overwatch League. So that's, like, uh, premium skins for your favorite teams and stuff like okay. that. That's awesome. Yeah, I played I played quite a bit of it. That's why I got into Larsenot so much. Um, so... With this, let's go ahead and like talk about a little bit of the news that I was telling you about. So like, I know Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't really know what's gonna happen because I know Horizon is which which kind of makes it funny because now it's not Facebook. Anything's not owned by Facebook anymore. It's owned by it's Meta. meta. Yeah. And there's still some games like I was logging in the population one the other day and it still said presented by uh, Facebook. And I was like, right. That's not correct. It's not Facebook anymore. And mm-hmm. so everything's moving over to horizon it seems like and unless you know you think it's something different but they're even trying to get a new social um capabilities which is it's called a quest home environment which is going to be through horizon so you think that facebook is going to try and completely take the, the shift it from your actual home screen being there and just put you into this social always i think it'll be optional to where you can like choose because i mean sometimes you're just playing to like do a workout or whatever and you're just like um, i don't want to deal with people right now i just want to curl some bells <laughs> but yeah. um, slice some boxes uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah i think i think it'll be optional so like you can have a choice for a shared type of space but i think there will definitely be room for like private type of stuff you know yeah, because I would eventually, like, the one thing that when I first got into my quest, I think the biggest thing that I didn't like is that you could you could switch, obviously, your scenery that you're, that you're, um, you're in with your room and everything. You can even do the see-through thing, so while you're looking for a game, you can still see through your house and everything, and that's not an option. But, man, I remember they, they have one that you can be in, like, a, a cyberpunk-ish uh, apartment. And I'm like, dude, I just want to walk mm-hmm. around and, like pick up things in this environment and you can't you're just stuck there just it's just a picture on the wall um so i i hope when horizon switches to this kind of uh open environment for you to have that you have like your own house it'd be almost like uh what's that nintendo game like animal crossing like you have your oh. little <laughs> animal crossing house and you just can go next and see everybody you want and and you know knock on their doors and like hey you want to play some games mm-hmm yeah yeah that could be cool yeah i wonder if we start doing that and we start having homes if we'd have people like knocking on our doors trying to sell us stuff like you know like girl scout cookies <laughs> just vr girl scout cookies i'd still buy, I'd, I'd buy uh vr girl, girl scout cookies and thin mints <laughs> yeah you gotta get you gotta get a uh, stack up you know you gotta get all the goods the yeah i love girl me scout some thin cookies. mints <laughs> i don't pass up on that and then so also um vr and ar um the with the ces 2022 happened do you have anything you want to talk about that you you um catch any of it um so i didn't pay a lot of attention to it but i did see that the psvr 2 has been announced which before the quest i believe the psv it might still be the most like well sold uh headset mm-hmm. You know the most uh units I, yeah i could definitely agree with that yeah i think when there's a when they release the second iteration that should be very interesting to see how that turns out <laughs> and see like because they added like actual touch controllers not like the garbage mm-hmm. uh playstation wands no offense to anyone who uses the playstation wands. hey you know? if you want to have people <laughs> swinging around like this goofily you know that's more to you <laughs> But I always yeah, thought it, they were ugly, so atrocious. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but the new the new design it almost looks like a, a like a Valve Index controller. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a hybrid between like that and the Touch, where it's like mm-hmm. kind of just loops around, and it has like a really weird loop that just kind of goes around like there and like there. It's it's an interesting looking controller. <laughs> yeah. But. It'll be also nice because they're making it so you don't have to rely on the PlayStation. Um, the is it a sta- camera. Is it a standalone? Oh, it's, 
Like, oh, no, you, yeah, it's on PS5, but, like, it would be made for PS5. And it has, like, I, th- I believe it had better specs than the Quest 2, like, uh, FOV and resolution but don't well you have a you pr- ps5 is pretty much a glorified you know computer and it's not yeah. standalone so of course it's going to have better graphics but you know what True. they they can go ahead and get their new um their new port and everything like that but they still they're still not gonna be able to play population one <laughs> they're not gonna be able to play these <laughs> facebook owned games and that's what it's gonna get really weird once so i definitely think that i agree with you with the playstation thing um with the playstation 5 and all that because I feel like when I talk to most people that are in VR, they didn't get a fifteen hundred or the two thousand dollar headset their first time. They most of them started in PSVR, mm-hmm. you know, off the PlayStation, and so that's originally where they came from. And they and they have their games, but if you see their library compared to their library. There's a lot of things, the great great games they have that we can't ever get because they're specifically PlayStation. They have ports right. that we would never be able to touch. But if you look at the Oculus, who is owned by Meta, Facebook, whatever you want to call it right now, um, they are purchasing an enormously large amount of video games every year to be just exclusive for the Quest to silo people from wanting to get other things. But <laughs> what happens if PlayStation, you know... There's got to be some weird thing to let people play certain games because I thought it was pretty cool seeing people play um, from PSVR, uh, PC VR, and standalones in um, after the fall. After the fall, yep. yeah. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> that was pretty yeah. cool, and and it's kind of funny because you could tell that um, the PC VR people, their systems were running pretty clean. Like they were, they were fast. They were loading into the things quicker than I was. Um, they were like. You want to talk about groundbreaking stuff going through walls. Like, you put someone into a thing where my frames are being blocked at, like, less than 90. And they're still freaking running good speeds, download speeds there. They're going through walls. Like, I saw this guy literally go to the very end thing, reach all the way through the thing, pull the lever, and we didn't even have to play the boss. I'm just like... (laughs) I kind of wanted to play the boss, but I guess I'm done. All right, cool. (laughs) Yeah, I bet I, I bet I could probably set that up now that you mention it with like play space movie. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. So <laughs> as long as they're just walking through walls and stuff, I'm like, you guys are doing some interesting stuff. Um, <laughs> so one thing I so they they had that, and then uh, I know that they've released some other stuff there. Um, let me see, that I have my article pulled up. So they show the controllers. If anyone wants to um, check it out, there's definitely an article out there um, just called VR and AR Continues to Simmer at the CES 2022. Um, it does talk about um, the PS VR 2 that Pickle just talked about with the 4K HDR, um, the new controllers that are coming out, so a lot of good stuff for that. And then they have this thing called an HTC Vive wrist tracker, which I thought was very interesting. And then that one... That one headset that I couldn't name the name of Shift <laughs> McGann X. I don't know. I've never so there's a lot of new <laughs> things coming out. These are always very cool to um, to watch, especially when they start talking about the future of what the metaverse might be. And I always find those very those topics kind of interesting because that is within the next ten years is VR is gonna like. It, what's your opinion on uh, consoles and PCs? You think that they're going to still find a, a way to, to live amongst the VR players? Or do you think, like, people like Ninja and then, like, all those people that are top-tier computer players, you think they're going to be switching over to VR and trying to become popular there, or they're just going to stay in their world? I think, to be honest, like, I think VR will become a lot more popular over the years, but I don't see it ever fully replacing console or PC games because they you can do different things. You don't have to worry about motion sickness mm-hmm. as much. You don't have to worry about like getting it to run. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of troubleshooting you got to do in VR. It's not the most fun experience sometimes, but... <laughs> yeah, I would like to know. So like Shroud, who is probably the number, the best aim person, like he's damn near aimbot aimbot and you know a lot of people right. try to accuse him Ooh. for aimbot you know he he made a big uprising in cs go um 
I would I would love to see him get into a VR headset and play something like freaking uh, Pavlov Shack, which is kind of a that type of isk type of game, and right. see how well he does. You know, I know he he's got the best flick aim in the freaking in the world, but <laughs> I want to know how he puts up against himself if he's literally shooting at people mentally and it's more of a mental thing to him or you know he's just only good at the at a pc Mm -hmm. i think his game sense would be pretty good but aim it would he'd he'd have to practice a little bit but even then like there's like stuff that transfer over for sure that people don't realize but i've noticed like for me i can aim way better in vr than i can in like with a mouse or gamepad or anything yeah so with it this being a new year and you know i met you and also you know we haven't even told anybody how we even met each other I oh think yeah that'd be an interesting <laughs> thing to talk about on this very first episode um so if you you can say it or i can say it, well, it doesn't matter to me you can uh i guess i could just kind of explain what happened yeah. so early on in like the uh population one competitive scene me and this one guy named MTS Reaper, we both, uh, like, I came up to him and I was like, hey, you want to you wanna run a league with me? So we ran the league and we were like, basically, we just wanted some competitive population one because there was nothing to fill that gap. And we have all these good players, especially mm-hmm. back then. And it's just pub stomp after pub stomp, you know, you don't, it's just, yeah, like, there wasn't really anything great for that. Nothing. So we started yeah. up the... Uh, the kill race uh, tournaments, which was basically we have three people on one team and they all got to compete to get the most kills out of each other. And you compete against each other mm-hmm. in that way. And it's like bracketed that way. It's it was it was a pretty cool system. I think it yeah. was very fun. I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where Geralt comes in. He was uh, <laughs> he um, I think Reaper came to you or something like that and he is like hey uh uh you want to help us out or something i don't know i wasn't really there when that happened but yeah yeah Geralt was kind of there helping in the early early parts of that and um and then we eventually like we actually fought each other in the first real tournament we were on the same team and (laughs) it was interesting and then there was also like off of that, there was also the Sunday Fun Day tournament, which you ran. I guess I'll let you explain that since you ran it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I knew I got invited. So we, I think because the very first game I played was Population One, and so I played a little bit of Echo at the beginning, and then so, the first thing you do, well, the first thing I ever do when I pick up a game is I typically see if it has a Discord anymore because Discord is pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found out that Population One had a pretty growing Discord, and they allowed us to post our Discords in there, which was pretty cool of them to do. And at that time, I I saw your um thing, the the Hunts League, and I was yes. like, all right, that's cool. Uh, I joined that and see that, and then you guys were uh setting up tournaments, and I'm just like, you know, that sounds fun. Like, I go, you know what? The crazy thing I need to do right now, I need to go ahead and create uh an actual team like some form of an esports team (laughs) um and then so i think december 18th of last year uh is when havoc was first made um it it had nobody on it i think i even tried to get you to be part of the very first uh team (laughs) of havoc but there was nothing Mm -hmm. going on there was no league play like there is today um and so i was like you know what i'm gonna create sunday fun day and i was gonna use it as kind of meet new people and try and get people on this team and then so i did yours and then at the same time when i was doing mine only on sunday but i think reaper thought i was doing it all constantly it was gonna overrun your guys stuff i go look i'm just taking sunday dude i go you can do whatever you want i'm just <laughs> on sunday and so yeah. i played in the hunts league and i think it was um the first round it was you and then the, the guy from england what's his name finn hey yeah, it's finn. finn yeah and then me and I wasn't as played as much as I typically you guys were playing and you guys completely destroyed me. Um, <laughs> I think I think Finn won by like one point or something against me. Like that was close. 
Yeah, but you know, he could have had some friends helping him, but you know, we'll go on from that. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, anyway, um, you'd been, you came over and did a Sunday fun day with me and that one, Mm -hmm. you actually got to be, uh, in teams with each other. And it was just, I think it was a two V two V two. And then the third person that was a random you picked up and they could help you as much as possible, but any of their points that they got weren't helping you. So you pretty much had to push aside this random and, and (laughs) I think you and I won the very first Sunday fun day together. Yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, uh, you stuck quite frequently uh um stream i don't know how much you do in streaming now Um, oh i've kind of died off of streaming i i'd probably like to do it more but it's just not it's not happening recently (laughs) it it, it's vr streaming is might be the biggest pain in my ass i've ever done oh my god yeah you have a headset on i have to have i have to have my computer speaking to me outward and then i have to make sure nothing happens outside of that if like I have to have a red dot constantly right above my head so I know I'm recording and it's like I have to have <laughs> all these courses and I try and do it. I'm like I'm one of the very few people that streams 100% wirelessly. I know there's a couple others out there, but I do everything through these little transmitter receivers, my audio, the game audio, everything. Mm-hmm. And so I have all these wires just like two wires down this side, wire down my back, a battery pick <laughs> into my pocket, and it's just like, sometimes I just put my headset on and I just play and I'm like, oh great, I don't have to have all these damn cords on me and all this stuff. And <laughs> It is definitely a pain in the ass. And then so, mm-hmm. from there, um, I think we mean you just onward, just played here and there games, I'd come check you out on your, your stream, and then eventually mm-hmm. Large Knots came out, and then that's when you finally came in to uh, Havoc to be on the team. Right. And then, like like most people know, um, the league has switched over. It was part of this uh, this Discord card, the Larsnots Cup. Um, there's a lot of dispute that happened within there, so we moved it over to um, the Arc League. Arc League, which, yep. um, Because most people don't know this, Havoc went completely undefeated in matches and in games which is pretty much a a, it's a big deal (laughs) and no one even knew about it and so Mm -hmm. hopefully and no no hard feelings with anybody that was running any of the other stuff but the whole reasoning why i tried to get people to go to arc league the most is because they're gonna give us the the, what we want we want to be noticed and not even just us we other teams like we might lose every single game and then And then someone like Delegati might come in and do what we did. <laughs> yeah, Delegati, right? Yeah, Delegati. <laughs> what is it? I, they're not Delegati because uh, Delegati oh. got eaten. Yeah, eaten so alive. I, I forgot because I was yeah. So Delegati <laughs> is no longer Delegati. I forgot. It's Disorient. I get those two mixed up all the time. So mm. Disorient, they could do exactly what we did. But the good thing is, is that Arc has a growing population Discord and a growing large not Discord. They're they're gonna be having you know po- possibly sponsorships and then ways to actually have players be noticed through their their Twitter page either through Instagram but they get a platform is what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. and I think that's I think that's the biggest thing as, as a team owner that I want to give to my players is to actually be like oh you guys are busting your ass off playing this game and I know the devs in the game aren't really give a shit because you know. We voice our opinions all the time about the things we need to, to be league players and grow their game. Like, mm-hmm. Population like One spectator did a, cam. Yeah, spectator a... cam, exactly. <laughs> and so yeah. Population One, that was the first thing they did they got on top of that, is given something, not really, I mean, it was definitely faster than most games to give us a spectator cam. Right. It took a second for them to do, like, private lobbies and stuff. I think Larsonauts maybe did privates a little sooner than pop but if it was the same they would have had a spectator cam by now which i think spectator cam is pretty essential for it is it is very essential stuff. when it comes to uh any type of league because you you get to grow your league through people watching it and i think that's the biggest thing why uh, like echo has never died down because they constantly have leagues that are showing play-by-play how things are happening or now with mm-hmm. arc league they have shoutcasters 
who go in and they follow the battle and you get to get right into the view of it and see everyone kind of rotate and do this. So um, I did talk to um, one of the devs over in Lars Knots. It is, it is definitely going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. He said it's not top priority. I don't know exactly what's, what top priority they're trying to uh, go with anymore. because Yeah, I'd probably guess like bugs and balance mainly. Yeah. Just, you know, pretty boring stuff, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then actually finishing those maps that are in beta mode, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, with this being our first episode, I, I what, what do you think in 2021 was the, the top five games in VR? Uh, top five? Well, I gotta say, number one's gotta be Resident Evil 4 VR. Oh, you think that's, that's your be. number one pick? You're going that's off, number you're going one. High. Number one. Number right one. There. Okay. Uh, I don't know what else. I like the Iron Rebellion a lot. It's a pretty cool game. Okay. You know, it's it's pretty sick. I haven't played a lot of like newer VR stuff because it's been. Uh, I mean, it's you've had good stuff, but it's been kind of a drier year. You know, it's not like that year when we got like Half Life, Alex, and Boneworks, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um. I'd probably say, I mean, I don't know if it's cheating, but I like Blades and Sorcery Nomad, Larsenots, of course. Um, oh, what else? Uh, I don't know. It, it has been pretty dry. Oh, I like Hyperdash, but I don't know. That that wasn't out this year. That, you could play, I think they had beta stuff for Hyperdash. And you didn't even throw Population 1 in there at all? Well, Population One came out last year. Oh dang, it did! It has almost. It has been. <laughs> wow, I forgot we had it. It came out That's October. True. Yeah, it did. I yeah. So, I do. So the Resident Evil one that one skipped my mind. I still haven't completely finished that game, but it it was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I think from a nostalgia standpoint, they lacked on some things, but overall. If you've never played the franchise ever, and that was your very first time playing Resident Evil, it, it blew a lot of people's minds away. And I think that that's all <laughs> you need, really. Who cares about the people that didn't get to see up freaking the woman's skirt and stuff like that? You know, that's that's that sounds like your <laughs> own problem. Just go back to the PlayStation <laughs> game and play it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, Resident Evil, yeah, that was I definitely enjoyed that one. Not my number one. I'd probably be like five, five for me. Wow. And then. <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> so um i definitely put lars knots around like two or three i put a lot of hours in there and then um i i don't know if pavlov shack is necessarily up in there but because it's they did already had pavlov it's already kind of a made game but it's not even fully released yet but games like onward contractors and now pavlov i swear they're in beta mode for 10 years and it's just like what's your <laughs> release yeah, I would have to put After the Fall right now at number mm. one, even though I'm not playing it as much. I because the content and like where people are at playing. Um, it, but it, it's a really well put game. Didn't the 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 only reason why I'm putting it different from um like uh, Resident Evil compared to this, they're both zombie shooters, is that <laughs> they do certain things when you jump out of windows and stuff like that. You just do it instead of putting me into that kind of 2D screen that they were doing. Um, mm, kind yeah. of pushes away. I got killed quite a bit of times because I'm like, push down the ladder. It's like, oh, here, let's push down this ladder. <laughs> it's like, come on, just put it down. So <laughs> I definitely, um, after the fall, was mm-hmm. it, it was probably my, my favorite game I've played so far. And, and the sad thing is, it's like it's already kind of dying down, I heard, because it's like, unless you're running high-tier stuff and, you know, and it's really hard. I think I was trying to do a couple of the ones in the hardest difficulty. And yeah. I had to sit there for like 10, 15 minutes just to get a whole entire lobby filled up. Yeah. Not very many people are doing it. Mm-hmm. So I, I really hope there's some better stuff this year. Um, I don't really know what's really coming out. The only game I'm really looking forward to right now is Zenith. Oh, yeah, Zenith. Zenith should be really good when that comes out. I had, I didn't get to play it, like, originally, but I think it should be quite good once it does come out. I, I'm I'm so mad at them, though. I tried. I did everything I possibly could <laughs> to get a freaking key from them, 
and they're like, yeah, we're giving out a thousand keys. Fill out this thing, and you could win one of that. And I, for some reason, I just wasn't one of those lucky people. I got a, one of the keys, so I'm just like, I guess I'll see you all next year because I don't get to play. I was so, I was so mad, <laughs> so irritated. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what what would come out next year. I think it's probably not too unlikely that Veil VR comes out next year, which is uh, it's um, it's closer to like a CS:GO type of thing where it's very tactical and kind of slower paced more check your corners that type of stuff um it's um, already out on pc vr though isn't it it's not out it's in alpha you can join the discord and try to get access through there that's probably the best way to get access to the game yeah but it's uh it's interesting I didn't really get to play a lot of it yet, so I don't really have a, like great feedback on it. I think one thing that's definitely going to be controversial for that game is the inclusion of NFTs, which I don't know if you want to talk NFTs or... <laughs> oh, man. I think this is going to be the year of NFTs and oh, cryptocurrencies yeah. and everything. Because the more you talk about the metaverse, you have to talk about NFTs and you have to talk mm-hmm. about cryptocurrency because... What a lot of people don't know is that already games, they already have games like Revomon, which are have huge deals with people, and they, they create their own coins based on it. Like, their coin is called Revo. And mm-hmm. um, and you can, so basically you catch these Pokemon, well, not Pokemon, Revomon, and right. you can then get rare ones and keep on catching them and then sell them, and you can... Um, it's called minting them is what it's called and it pretty much makes it yours and you can sell that for real money and so (laughs) they're like the biggest thing now when it comes to nfts is that as the metaverse gets bigger people are going to start having these metaverse houses and kind of like bragging rights like hey i love iron man i know a lot of people love iron man i want a gold iron man (laughs) huge statue right when people walk in just as bragging rights and you can even buy one of those. But when it first came out, it was $60 on on, on this uh, this app that I have. Mm-hmm. It is now being sold for like in the thousands of dollars. And eventually, once the, these become bigger, it could be sold in the millions. Mm-hmm. And then you get people that are buying NFTs that find out it's just clip art. And it's just like, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of learning and growing. And I can go on about NFTs. And I think... I think people really need to watch what they're what they're doing because the age group for being on a quest is 13 years old. I don't really mm-hmm. think you should be getting into an NFT until you actually can make smart decisions and actually be on your own like an 18-year-old, you know, someone who is right. on their own that has plausible who actually understands some form of money sense. I know when I was 18, I did, I blew my, the shit out of, my, out of money. And so, you know, I'm a horrible example of that. I still blow money, and I'm like 29 years old, you know. But mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't be buying NFTs either. Like I told my brother, <laughs> my little brother, he started looking into cryptocurrencies and NFTs, and I go, dude, stay away from it. And I go, if you want to buy into anything, I go, don't be buying into these small coins. Buy the coin that holds them all. Like buy some freaking um like ethereum which is yeah. back behind every single nft is ethereum <laughs> why not run the me- why not buy the mega hold that when that's these go- yeah and, that's and- what i feel i think i think Ethereum's the way to go for like yeah. a lot of this stuff because like even if you know whatever you know i don't want to get in nfts or whatnot every like nfts it's kind of a inevitable whether you like it or not nfts are going to be a part of everyone's lives going mm-hmm. forward yep so the fact that you could just buy the foundation of it right now and you can like see the gains because every time someone purchases something off using ethereum it gains like it's more mm-hmm. valuable you know yes because people use it and it's in circulation yeah because in order to get to e- either one of these coins you have to start at ethereum you have to Right. You can't just go buy this small coin. Like I can't just go buy Revo with with USD dollar. I have to take USD dollar, buy Ethereum, and then buy some other coin, and then eventually get to your coin. It's just like biggest <laughs> headache ever. And a lot of people don't know what it means. It means non fungible transaction. And token. Uh, 
Huh? Token. Why did token. I say transaction? <laughs> yeah, non fungible token. Time. And so the there's gonna be lawsuits down the road with, with these for sure. Because oh, yeah. copyright infringement. You got like people yeah. just stealing other people's art. You got scams, you got all the negative stuff that really comes with NFTs. Yeah. I think yeah. For sure. They're out. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're, no, you're not wrong at all. There's a lot of issues, and I think the biggest one I want to kind of like explain to people is that when there's a game right now you can play as is it is it called Plinko? Is that, is that what I called? Like, why does that Plinko is like that when you put a coin in a machine and it goes okay, like down and go. Ding, ding. That's, yeah. There's this new there's this game that you do these missions and you get like cool haircuts, you get chains, all this stuff, and it's all based off of NFTs, and you can make these characters doing all these hard challenges. Well, one of them just sold for like a million dollars. And oh, wow. so the biggest thing that confuses people is that what's when they sold that million that, that million dollars, they didn't own that character. The person who created every single piece of thing, you just sold that for a million dollars, owns that character you know they own the copyrights of it and so that's where it gets kind of loose like yeah this guy just made money but why didn't the company make money there's going to be weird things where i know when you buy an nft or you make an nft that when you sell it you can say every time this nft is sold since i was the very first person i get 20 percent commission oh that that's that is a thing i've seen that yeah yeah and that's how you make money. So as long as that NFT for the rest of your life, if it's if it's yeah, around, you just you keep racking in money. And yeah. I think that's how most companies are going to make money. But I, I don't want it to be this year. I think I think I think they need to get some base of the of this new metaverse that they're talking about up and running, and then mm-hmm. slowly introduce forms of small NFTs that. Um, that that aren't so complicated like revamon is is pretty complicated for an average person i don't know if you ever played it it's a pretty fun game no i've never even touched it or heard of it whoa holy cow i'm all blurry now come here give me back (laughs) i thought my contacts went all crazy on me and it's like no it's just me (laughs) hopefully it'll come back but one thing i did want to talk about lastly is that um with all these new people coming in um playing quest is that you don't always have to go off of what's in the quest store like a lot of things cost money in the quest mm-hmm. store and a lot of the times you can look up things called app labs and that's built into the quest store they don't like showing it but it's mm-hmm. there and right <laughs> like if you type in so for instance man this camera is gonna make irritate me come here give me back <laughs> I don't know why it won't freaking come here. You just gotta be like super up close, just right, and it's. Hey. <laughs> Am I in focus now? Yeah, I don't know why is that doing that, huh? Yeah, that's kind of weird. So, that's just, that's really weird. I'm just gonna stand really close to this. So, like, say, like for instance, <laughs> so a game called Vertical Shift. I, well, I think you heard about that quite a bit. Oh yeah, Vertical Shift. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty good friends with some with one of the guys that uh, helps make it, and. Right. Uh, it was always on a thing called um, um, uh, side quest, sorry. And yeah. so they finally made it to App Labs so they can actually be searched. But, you know, if you type in vertical shift, it doesn't show you the picture. You have to go down, click a tab that says App Labs, and then finally, there you are. And uh, so there are games out there that are in beta, are not in their first edition comeouts that um, are free. Like, you know, vertical shift yeah. is 100% free. And then if you get into I, it, go ahead. I think Gun Raiders even started out as App Lab, like, and Gun Raiders yes. is pretty big now. Yes, um, it's it's on the top ten list for most downloads. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it <laughs> boomed. It boomed. Hey, my face is back. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it definitely. Um, I, I I like Gun Raiders. I I I really uh, I really think there's gonna be uh, a good scene for competitive play there oh yeah um i just think it's littered with uh with children and children (laughs) that's anything free i know and so it's free and so you go in there and you know you're in the social lobby when you first jump in there and i just remember i walk in there 
sitting in my little area. I didn't know there was even people there. And I have these two kids walk up to me just talking smack. And I'm just like, what in the world? I'm getting jumped by <laughs> little kids right here with swords. And I'm just like, I don't even know what to do right now. Mm-hmm. So, I, so that, that I think that game's still free. I think they do everything. Uh, their model is going to be uh, in-game Stands. transactions. Um, I 100% agree with those. I think any company will make more money with with uh, small uh, transactions like that than a major overhaul at the beginning. But you know, right. dude, what, whatever model you want, I know if you see the devs and they have an older thinking, they typically go, "I just want my money now and not." keep on making stuff to make money so i'm just like hey yeah it's it's like no joke how much i've spent on fucking population one i've spent like like maybe 200 (laughs) dollars on different accounts and like skins yeah i think their stuff went up like they had a bundle the other day and i looked at it and and like usually their bundles are like 10 bucks like this one was gonna cost me like 20 dollars and i'm just like really i'm like dang you guys are getting both right there trying to make you guys are sticking your hand out a bit too far Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i know i don't mind i don't think anything else coming out yeah the devs you know i could i have words for everything when it comes to certain devs and certain games and like i think the best devs i've seen that are kind of okay with, with talking to everybody and trying to figure out is the larsons they even had that one thing where they actually had that voice chat where they town let hall. people speak yeah the town hall thing i thought that was an awesome community uh thing that they did but then you know you have population one where it's like it's kind of sad but they have created the most toxic environment in <laughs> vr sometimes I, it, you know like if you go in there and there's some really toxic people and it's just like there are but you guys got to fix this and you guys aren't doing anything to do about it so there's an extent where I don't like. How would you fix it? You know, I don't know. Population yeah. one's pretty big. You'll get shit. <laughs> you'll get, you'll get people who are just like kind of jerks anyway. And yeah. like the bigger the game is, the more people you get. I mean, they did things like you can't. Um, what is it? Air hunt people in VR. Tea bag. Yeah, tea bag. There it is. Air hunt. <laughs> I'm an old guy. I forget what it's called sometimes. I I just never I never teabagged anyone. So I you know air hump. Yeah, uh-huh. me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've seen some pretty funny videos. Uh, like they have some new ones. Like you know, like you can go that direction where it's like you don't want them to do that to a person that just died because I do get some people's thing. It's like you could be doing this to a 13 year old kid. And right. it's like at that point, then maybe his kids, his fa- his uh, family should evaluate the game he's playing. You know, that's, that's yeah. on them. But you know, you look at Call of Duty and they took it like completely the opposite way. Like they encouraged shit like that. Like <laughs> they encouraged like the little flipping off right when you kill them, and then like mm-hmm. there's this new one where you just like literally like, body slam them and just like completely put all your stuff on them. It's just like mm-hmm. they give no shit. They're just like, hey. <laughs> Go out and do whatever you want. Once you kill them, I want you to rub it in their face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Valorant's like that too. There's lots of teabagging, and then they do the diffuser, like they spam it on and off, so it goes like, and it's really annoying. And then they'll just teabag and spray, and they'll throw their guns up and do tricks just to waste people's time. Yeah. So I don't. So I think this is a like pretty good first episode. Um, definitely went a lot longer than um, I, I anticipated, which was that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We can have a conversation with my new co-host here without going dry. Um, <laughs> so yep. definitely more to come. Um, I think we'll have to. I think we we'll just have to find certain news that is interesting. I definitely want to start talking to like maybe get hold of people in the ARC staff or any type of mm-hmm. PRML and like. See if they're willing to give us some type of charts to be like, hey, these are these team names, and actually start giving some other mm-hmm. people a, a platform to be recognized every week for you know their achievements. Shout out to the winners of blank. Yeah, yeah population exactly. one purple division because I that's one I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and so. I think uh, last time I talked to Complete Guarantee, which pretty much runs all of uh, Arc League, he said right. there's like, oh, what do you say? Like upward of like 
thousand teams, some like twelve hundred teams. What? That is no way. I don't know. Maybe it's a little less than. Maybe that. he told me it was a ridiculous amount of people that registered for this new for this next league. It might be people, like a thousand people, not maybe teams. that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think that just, sounds more right. I I I would agree with that because that's kind of a bit. Because what? Yeah. Twelve thousand. <laughs> so that'd be like thirty six hundred people. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think would be right. I might be. Yeah. yeah, I think it might just be people. But I know, I know it is a, a huge rate. I know that they just got. Yeah, it had to be less because they just got um two thousand people in their uh, Discord now. I gotcha. So yeah, it must have been twelve hundred people then. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you would like to kind of talk about before we try and wrap things up or things uh-huh. you want to look into or? I th- I think we're good for this episode. We'll come back next week. Come back better, stronger. Get some good stuff in there. Get some fire content. <laughs> you know, you know what's up. Yeah, yeah. I hope by next week, um, I can have the uh, the the new screen showed up where I was telling you. So basically, what's gonna happen is I'll be on the top. Um, pick will be right here below, and then right to the right, we'll have a huge screen where we can actually pull up um, articles and stuff like that, so mm-hmm. you can all see with it as well. Um, but I don't know how how much you can really dig into an article without saying it's copywriting or anything, so I don't know. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure out that gr- uh, gray areas when we figure out get the gray to areas it. So we don't get sued. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> so, all right. So I know we have a uh, league for large knots. We've got a game for that. Um, no new games talking That besides... Uh, Besides, uh, um, uh, what is the game I talked about that was coming out? Zenith. Zenith, thank you. I'm losing my mind right now. So that, um, everyone that just joined the VR space um, this year, um, we welcome you all with open arms and uh, hope you all figure it out and and uh, get good. And uh, so <laughs> yeah, leagues, especially yeah. get good. Get good. <laughs> I ain't about to go on a scrub rant, but I could <laughs> if I wanted to. yeah so anyone that um listens to this um this is gonna be live we're gonna pretty much shoot for sunday every sunday at five o'clock uh central six eastern and then what's your time uh yeah four mountain yeah four mountain um i go off central time so um we'll be doing that every sunday this will be live here on this uh twitch which is uh twitch slash Geraldty, and then it's going to be pushed to the main thing where it's probably going to be watched the most um, on YouTube, on the Havoc's YouTube channel. And then <laughs> I will also be pushing pushing it to um, all of the pad- podcast stuff like uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcast as well for the audio listeners. Yeah. So I hope you all enjoyed this. We will see you all again next Sunday. Have a good day work week or week and play some vr and don't buy stupid nfts <laughs> <laughs> yep take care guys season two bye-bye <laughs> look at your little hand you i know my hand hands like... as much <laughs> yeah i think it's the calibration's a little off to be honest but all right later guys and women gotta be gotta watch oh Everybody. yeah you gotta yeah <laughs>